0: It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast with your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. Take a seat at the table and join the conversation as David, Kevin, and their guests discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology to song selection. Feel free to poke fun at David's hair, talk football, or bring up other topics that have nothing to do with worship. We want to add your voice to the conversation. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash catalyst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash catalyst, Or just head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop a note in the comments section of any episode. And now, it's time for the show. Well,
1: this is it. Here it is. Oh... We're already tearing up. Yeah. 10 years. 10 years. 200 so, episodes. That's significant.
2: Especially Although, for me. I haven't stuck with, besides my marriage, <laughs> I haven't stuck with <laughs> anything for 10 years. You know,
1: Besides my marriage, <laughs> this is the longest commitment I've ever right? been.
2: <laughs> Which says a lot about me, I know. Oh, that's awesome. But um, That's awesome. Yeah, 10 years, 10 years of us hosting the worship. That's It's almost 11, because once you get to, like, if we made it to May of 2008, then, that would be our 11th year right yeah yeah
1: or may of 2019 is that what you mean
2: no yeah 2000 yeah we started
1: may of 2008 and so so we're 10 and a half years we're 10 and a half years yeah Yeah. you know it's funny though because we we have these seasons where we are really good about putting episodes out every Mm -hmm. week and then we have seasons uh like we just came out of a season right uh almost a one-year hiatus (laughs) uh so you know if you average it we're, you know, we're only doing like 20 episodes a year, but uh, it's a lot more than that, right. it, or it felt a right. more than yeah. that, besides our breaks. Right. We have, to, we have some significant breaks. But,
2: um yeah, so... 10 so this years. is
1: going to be our final episode for me yep. and David.
2: This is at our 200th episode, which when we did our 100th episode, remember we had like... we made a whole bunch yeah, of Yeah, yeah, we, and...
1: were, we were there at the uh, Vancouver Church, yeah. and... Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, we had like instruments and shakers. Hey, I got an instrument right here. So this is in honor of our 200th episode. Uh... There we go. I don't have any
2: way to make noise. I don't don't even have a pitch pipe or anything anymore.
1: Man, you you know, maybe just kind of like scratch the microphone or something. Just kind of tap it. There you go. Wow. Yay. Okay. <laughs> David's got this like little glockenspiel sitting on yeah. his table here.
2: And so, uh, yeah, so, yeah, you know, you've kind of wrapped something up, and um, you think, well, will anyone even notice if we're gone? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't
2: know. People probably haven't even been paying attention because we're just another commodity, another consumable.
1: We're just another podcast. Yeah. But when we started, you know, we talked about in episode 198, when we started, we were really kind of the only, at the time, uh, podcast for worship leaders, worship team members, and then, you know, we were the longest running podcast, Mm -hmm. or still are. So our transition plan, uh, we're we're not going to just shut down the podcast. Our good friend Joe, Joe Brookhouse. Joe Brookhouse. He's going to uh, take over hosting duties along with his friend Gabriel.
2: Yeah, and the and the website, the blog, still going on. Dave Yalk, yeah, uh, Gar- Garden, yeah, City, Garden Project. City Project.
1: They they've uh, done a great job of keeping the blog and the website going. So
2: lots of, and actually lots and lots and lots of good, really good content. Good
1: blogs, good content,
2: so absolutely. you definitely want to go check that out and, so and stay up on that.
1: Worship Ministry Catalyst will still exist, just in a different face, you mm-hmm. know? So we're no longer posting articles, uh, and we're no, um, we haven't been posting articles for years. Right. And we will no longer be hosting the podcast, although we might still make a surprise yeah, appearance yeah. if Joe decides to have us on the show. yeah. I guess Joe could decide yeah, to have us on the show he if could. he wants.
2: Yeah. So, we're handing it off to uh to very very capable hands and uh, it's going to be going to be a great a great new next season for the podcast yep. and it'll be fun to kind of watch all the all the things yeah. they talk about and the community they develop and probably the much better job they do at it than I ever <laughs> did, you know. <laughs> In terms of developing community and all of that network and all that stuff. So,
1: but this is yeah. it for me yeah. and David. It has been Ten years. So the the last two episodes, 199 and 198, were kind of reflective episodes. Uh, if you want to hear more about our journey, go back and listen to those. 198, mm-hmm. we talked about just the last ten years and what has changed, both in terms of music and in ministry. And then uh, last episode, 199, we just talked about our lives and yep. what's, what's changed in our lives. Yeah. Uh, and this episode, for our final episode, we wanted to basically leave you with, um, some, hopefully some words of wisdom, uh, things that have encouraged us, things that have challenged us, things that have helped us become better leaders. And this will be kind of our final, we bid you adieu type mm-hmm. of, uh, deal. Yeah. So,
2: um, yeah, <laughs> Dave is writing. I'm, I'm making down. notes. Yeah.
1: I want to make sure I, I say the right things, but um, David's getting all serious and pensive. Yeah, thought
2: provoking. Yeah, yeah. Here we well, go. I've, I've thought a lot about this episode. <laughs> um, but well, I, I kind of ha- I have two things to say. So I'll say one, and then I'll let you do a little bit of talking. and okay. I can say another. Okay. How about that? Okay. Um. First, first thing I'll say, and I think today more than ever, especially when you think about the last ten years and how stressed out people are mm. anxious. You listen, you ever, I know you, do you listen to any podcasts anymore? No, <laughs>
1: no, <laughs> I, I lead a podcast or I host the podcast, but no. I don't listen to them. Yeah. That says
2: about all we need to know right there. Right? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> so pathetic. <laughs> hey, like um, I
1: said before, David, David's the one that's been keeping this thing going. If it wasn't for David, I'd be hopelessly lost. Well,
2: thank you. But, um, I, there's a podcast by Bridge Church, Bridgetown Church, whatever it is. Paul, no, uh, I don't know if that's the right name. This cultural moment over in Portland, it's called This Cultural Moment, and a great podcast about being a Christian and a post-Christian culture. Mm. Um, but he, they they were talking about how how anxiety is on the rise, and, and totally, and how that's kind of the canary in the coal mine that the system of secularism is failing, and. Lots of lots of great content. If you haven't checked it out, go check that out. And and I don't think it'll be up yet, but uh Family Journey Roadmap, the podcast my wife and I are doing, you want to go check that yeah, out too. Um
1: I'm excited about that.
2: But um yeah, that's the I ha- I have two words for our for our listeners. The first one is breathe. Mm. Breathe. So what did what did Jesus say? He said, um, "My my yoke is easy and my burden is right." Is rice rice right? My my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Right? Yes. Um. And this is where I am right now, so maybe that's why this is coming out. But mm. I have been driving and pushing really hard you know pushing our people really hard for years now and myself pushing myself especially last year i don't think i've worked harder in my life than i worked last year here wow. at the church wow and um just you know trying everything and and the and the goal is you know to make disciples and train people up and equip them in their faith you know and all of that stuff encourage them as they walk this this walk and so on and so forth but you know what i what i know is that people become who you are not what you say hmm. or who you say you are right so like people people are becoming like who i am more than they are becoming like i'm telling them to be hmm. and who i am is just this you know really trying and pursuing and chasing and going after something and and i and i was i'm starting to realize that maybe people around me have known this for a long time but no one had the courage to say anything i don't know apparently i'm unapproachable and i don't know i don't know what leads to that but um it's like, I take this so seriously, and it is serious, right? I mean, it's eternal, yeah. right? What we do is eternal. It's, it's important. important and, and it's important, but it's like, but if the seriousness of it gets in the way of it, that's a problem. And that's what's happened with me, where it's like, I'm chasing so hard that I'm not just resting. Right? Like, like the, the yoke that I've taken on is a chase that has nothing to do with the kingdom. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's something that's totally cultural and it's consumeristic and you know trying to prove something or whatever it is you know it's like but I need to breathe a little bit I just need to rest I need to enjoy ministry I need to enjoy the church I need to have fun hmm. like if anyone on the planet ought to be able to have fun it ought to be Christians right I mean we have eternal joy so supposedly we got a lot to celebrate <laughs> and and so it's like just you know breathe hmm. just stop for a minute and take a breath stop for a minute and just like this is his plan right it's his kingdom breathe he's he's doing the he's he's at work he's in control he he's got the whole the whole plan worked out before we even existed the, our plan the plan for our the role i would play in this plan of being a part of his kingdom he had it worked out before i i was even born mm. And so just trust, you know, just breathe. And and it's so easy in church world and, and, and social media world and in blog and podcast world, and I'm afraid that we've contributed to this, and I hope we haven't, but it's to chase what other people are doing. And to always be dissatisfied with where you are and not just take a minute and breathe and enjoy the journey, right? I mean, there's yeah. there's joy in what we do. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. People
2: are people are being transformed. People are becoming more like Christ every single week. People are are being set free from strongholds, right? I mean, there's just there's a lot of joy in what we do. Just stop and breathe and give yourself time yeah. to celebrate and enjoy. The, the journey of ministry so that's my first word
1: ah, that's good that's a good word man so if I were to give kind of some words of wisdom some advice you know probably the first thing that comes in my mind so I've been for those of you who have been longtime listeners or know my story uh, I, I've been the worship pastor at, at my church laurelwood uh, in Vancouver for over 12 years been at the same place um, it's been my only my only ministry job. Mm-hmm. I shortly after I graduated from Bible College, I started at Laurelwood mm-hmm. in 2006, and it's now 2009, so 12 and a half years. Mm-hmm. I've been there at Laurelwood.
2: 2019. <laughs> Sorry, what did I say? Did <laughs> 2009. I say nine? Yeah.
1: Whoops. <laughs> good. Good catch. <laughs> I was like, wow. I, there are two other <laughs> episodes in 2009. That's amazing. We're cranking out 100 episodes a year. You got the time oh, machine. Oh
2: man. The lifeboat and the mothership. yeah
1: yeah no sorry so 2019 I've been there for uh, 12 and a half years and one of the things that has really uh, been helpful for me you, you know we were even talking about it a little bit earlier you know pursuing excellence is not is not a bad thing but you don't want to pursue it for the sake of abandoning. Uh, who you are, who your church is, and mm-hmm. so I think just as a word of wisdom uh, to worship leaders or people who are in worship, the worship world, I would say know who you are and know who your church is. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that, and is, be okay with that, yeah, and be okay with it, yeah, yeah. So like if if you are if you are uh, you know a uh, a piano a piano person like myself, you don't have to try to necessarily, you know, learn how, how to, I'm not saying it's, it's, I'm not saying it's bad to learn how to play guitar, but you know, what I'm driving at is be okay with the fact that, that you play piano, you know, you can leave from piano. It's okay. It, it's not illegal in right. evangelical <laughs> churches to leave from a, a keyboard or a piano or right. whatever. Um, I, I know that most things are guitar driven, mm-hmm. and, and then the second part of that is know who your church is. Like, so you know, my church is a very different church than than yours, David. Mm-hmm. And my church is very different than the church down the road, and it's very different than Hillsong, and it's very different than Bethel. So I, I don't have to necessarily play the latest Bethel song. I don't have to play the latest Elevation worship song or the latest Hillsong "Young and Free." You know, I don't have to, I don't have to bring techno DJ worship into mm-hmm. my church. Um, it's not wrong to do it necessarily if that's who your church is, Mm -hmm. but my church is unique. And after 12 and a half years, I've learned a little bit of the DNA of my church Mm -hmm. and I've learned what connects people to Jesus Christ. So there's some songs we do that are older. Right. And you know what? Our people love them. Right. And, and you know, and yeah, we do new songs and you know, I'm, I'm always on the lookout for songs that fit my church. You know, my church uh, is kind of more of a, 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 a deep thinking kind of church and mm-hmm. you know, the people who comprise my church are, are more into kind of the, the, the deeper theology mm-hmm. and the meat. And so a song like uh, Phil Wickham's living hope is a great new song for our church because it has a lot of deep content. It has a lot of deep theology and our people love it, you know? Yeah. Uh, whereas they, they don't necessarily connect uh, with a, a Pat Barrett song, "Good Good Father." Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad song. I, I think many, many people have been, you know, blessed and touched by that song. Mm-hmm. But that's not as a much of a connecting song to them because, you know, I mean, it, it's a very simple song. You're a good father. Mm-hmm. You know it's who you are, uh, and I'm loved by you. It's who I right. am. And for some churches, for some people, they need that 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 simple affirmation. Um, you know, a lot of people in my church don't necessarily resonate with it. We still do that song at my church, mm-hmm. uh, and, and there's nothing wrong with that song. I'm All I'm getting at is know who you are, know who your church is. Your role as the worship leader is not to uh, push and force the, the latest, greatest. Mm-hmm. Your role as a worship leader is to know your people and to point them to Jesus Christ.
2: Right. Yeah, like, um, you know, one of the uh, songs... Um, Oh, what's the one? No longer slaves, I think. Right, yeah, the Bethel one. Yeah, and um, you know, our worship team introduced it and and did it for a little while, and uh, you know, I just I had to have a conversation and say it's it's not that I don't like the song or disagree theologically with the song or anything like that. It's just it's really hard to sing. Mm. The verses are really hard to sing along with. Yeah, the rhythm is. You unravel me. You know, it's like. And it's like, and people aren't singing it. And you know, we've sung it, you know, half a dozen times, and people still aren't getting it. And yeah. so I just say, you know, maybe let's save it to we can sing it over people, but not try to have to make it just because mm-hmm. it's what every other church church is doing doesn't mean we have to do that, right? And yeah. and the and this kind of sounds, I hope this doesn't sound wrong, but who cares? <laughs> and that's and I used to care too much. Sure, that's who, that's who I was, right? I mean, I was so driven by. We need to be, you know, up with the times and what everyone is doing. But God doesn't care. Like God doesn't care if you're not singing, you know, no longer slaves or, or good, good Father. God doesn't care about, right. you know, the which latest song you are or aren't singing. What He wants is a heart of worship, right? He want He wants people who, who are humbling themselves before Him, right? And and that's what He cares about. And so whatever it takes to get to that, yeah. like, and it's just. You know, I've wasted so much time, and I wasted so much effort and energy and passion as a worship pastor and worship leader. Chasing the wrong things. It's like, I mean, it's just such good advice what you're saying. It's like know your know know who you are, know who your church is, and, and yeah, lead them. You know, lead them. Don't just don't just you know make excuses for not growing in worship. Right. Right. But like I don't know, yeah. kind of stole your your thing there. But no,
1: that was it. That's good. I love it. But, what's your What's your second word? All right. So um, I'm dying to know.
2: My second word is joy. Joy. So breathe it's kind of and joy. Breathe and joy, kind of tied to the first one. But um, Hebrews 12 where this where this one has been really hitting me from. One through three. Um, therefore. Since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. Which, awesome. I mean,
1: we need to hear that, right? I mean,
2: is there something, if something is entangling us, throw it off. Don't be entangled by Mm -hmm. it anymore.
1: But the next part let Let us us run run with
2: perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus. Yes. The pioneer and perfecter of faith. Who? Focus. For the joy set before him, yeah. he, he endured answered. the cross, oh. mm. scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Wow. Because if you're in ministry and, and your focus isn't right, you will grow weary and you will lose heart. And I have been there many times. Because my focus was in the wrong place. I mean, just kind of talking about your, you know, I wasn't I wasn't a faithful example to any of my churches I was a worship pastor at. I now mean, I was always pursuing something. My focus was always on, on where I was going, where I was headed. You know, my status. You know, my my ability to say you know that I've arrived as a worship pastor because I'm at a church of twelve hundred people. And you know, and that's my my focus was all wrong. Where your your focus was on faithfulness. And mm-hmm. look at the look at the. I mean the success, for lack of a better word, that you've had mm. at your church as a result of being faithful, yeah. because your focus wasn't on trying to prove something, but on being faithful and yeah. and focusing and, people on Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you know, and we get so focused, and especially when there's so much at our fingertips. Lots of good things from technology, but lots of destructive things from technology like smartphones and being able to always see what every other church on the planet is doing is not a good thing
1: yeah like a depressing thing man yeah
2: and 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 it's so easy to get focused on well this is what this church is doing and why aren't we able to do that or why aren't we you know why aren't we there why aren't we this or why aren't we that and as your focus is wrong your focus needs to be fix your eyes on Jesus. Like, and I, when I when I've taught this passage, I talk about it like a race, and you know your race, your eyes need to be focused on the finish line, which is where Jesus is, not not on who's over at the concession stands or or who's sitting up at the stands. Right? I mean, we get yeah. we get distracted by the stuff we want off to the side, and we realize we've not we're not even running the race anymore. Right? Mm-hmm. Like we're looking at the cotton candy, and say, like, well, fix your eyes on Jesus. Yeah. But but that line, joy, who for the joy set mm. before him. He endured the cross, scorning its shame. And then, um, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. Like, And I asked this question is Do you th- did, did Jesus want to go to the cross? Yeah. Well, if you read the Bible, no.
1: No. He's <laughs> like, please, Lord.
2: <laughs> right? Let
1: this cup pass from me.
2: Right. But yet we sing about the cross every Sunday. Hmm. He didn't want to do it, and he asked God to take it away three times. But for the joy set before him, he endured it. Hmm. And and it's like, man, what's the joy set before all of us, right? The joy set before us is is Christ and his body and the bride becoming the bride, looking more and more like Christ and less and less like our sinful selves that we were born into. and. Like if we could if we could just if we could just kind of do away with all the distractions on the side and just fix our eyes on Jesus and, and help people fix their eyes on Jesus and just be more obsessed with focusing on Jesus. You know, I think we could come back ten years from now and say if if we focused on that for ten years, I think it would radically alter everything. Yeah. And and uh so that would be my you know, my other word of encouragement is you know, joy true true joy i mean joy isn't isn't about getting your way and Mm. and and having the the circumstances of your life worked out so that you can finally you know have control and have things how you want them to be that's not that's not what joy is at all right yeah Yeah. and so i don't know i just hopefully like kind of like at the end of the office where um Pam says she stopped watching remember that she in the and the finale it says she stopped watching the documentary because she was too frustrated with Pam
1: Yeah she like I didn't like who I was Right
2: and and you know I haven't I haven't gone back and listened to every episode but I listened to a lot of them and um you know I probably feel a lot of the same way it's just like you just <laughs> Do the focus on the right thing, you know. Get it. Are you ever gonna get it? Are you ever gonna learn it? Figure it
1: out. Yeah. See, we we have this kind of unique thing because uh, we can actually go back and listen to ourselves from ten years ago and hear all the you know the ways that we thought we had things figured Mm -hmm. out. Um, You know, I I guess final word for me is um, what what I was thinking that was that's been helpful for me to figure out. Is to know my role. Uh, So you know if I'm if I'm leaving, you know, with a a final thought. That first one I said, uh, you know, understand, understand you, and understand your church. uh, Be okay with that. And then that second piece is know your role. And I'm what I mean is you as a worship pastor, as a worship leader, or even as a worship team member. Whatever your role in music ministry, you are not just a musician. And you're not just a guy who's picking out songs. You're not just a song leader. Your role is so much more important than that. And I think when we start realizing, when we start reflecting on the fact and the reality that we have a significant role to play Mm -hmm. in our church, and in the spiritual development of our people. Mm-hmm. That changes everything. When I understand that I am not just there to lead a song, I am not just there to try to get people excited or pumped mm-hmm. up. I am not just there to do a few songs that the pastor can mm-hmm. preach. You know, it's not It's not that the music is the warm-up for the preaching. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, okay, we'll do a few songs that the real show can begin. Mm-hmm. When you are there doing music, leading it, helping out on stage, whether you're drumming or sound tech or whatever, you are functionally fulfilling an incredibly significant role of worship ministry. And that ministry is leading people into the presence of God. And that ministry is connecting people's hearts to the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And when we do that, when we connect people's hearts with the heart of Father God, we are doing something, I, I think more than that, what I even realized, we're doing a spiritual work that I think transcends mm-hmm. any earthly thing that mm-hmm. I'm even aware of. Right. It's not just notes. It's not just words being mm-hmm. sung. It's not just words on a projector. We are literally touching the heart of God and touching mm-hmm. people's hearts to the heart of God. Right. And that role cannot be understated. That role cannot be undervalued. So when I realize that my role is more than just a song leader, when I realize that my role is more than just a musician, now I take things seriously. Mm-hmm. And when I take things seriously, I think good things happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not just walking to a file cabinet and and picking out random songs. I'm not just looking at what the top 100 songs mm-hmm. on CCLI are. I'm not just, you know, okay, well, what, what's the newest song from Bethel? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the newest song from, you know, whatever? I, I'm, I'm thinking what my role is, and I'm realizing I have a responsibility to connect people to uh, the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And hopefully I know my people, I know my church, I know who I am, and I use all of that together for one thing, and that's to connect people to God, to point people to God, and hopefully yeah. bring them into a deeper relationship with and understanding of Jesus Christ. Yeah,
2: that's good. I, I mean, there's such, I mean, <laughs> there's weight to that, right? I mean, yeah. that's a responsibility. It's heavy. Yeah. Uh, so take it's it not seriously. Just, yeah, it's
1: not just a, exactly. It's not just a simple thing. It's a serious thing.
2: Right. And uh, you It doesn't know, mean you don't have fun like I was talking about. I mean, sure. I have fun and enjoy it. But, I mean, like, take that seriously. Yeah,
1: But, in, yeah, in 12 and a half years, more and more I'm impressed with how serious and awesome of a responsibility is. And I've tried to communicate that with my team. When we get up there on Sunday, I'm like – Guys, you know, there are people who are here today that are broken. Mm-hmm. There are people here who today that are going through divorce. Mm-hmm. There are people here today that feel uh, overwhelmed, I feel anxious. You mm-hmm. know, you were talking about anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. There are people today that maybe have lost hope. Um, and then there's also people today that are just so excited that God's doing mm-hmm. the work. They're excited for the day, and they're experiencing victory, and they're experiencing joy. And we need to somehow take all those people— and we need to point them to Jesus and music is a way to connect people's hearts to God's right.
2: heart. Yeah, and, I, and you reminded me I, I should probably say this. Cuz one of the things I thought of several years ago was was we could maybe take a turn on the podcast and talk about, you know, from a senior pastor's perspective on worship, you know, and working with worship team and all that, but we never did that. But um for for senior if there's a senior pastor listening, you know, for one, don't because I I never really had um. Mike Mike at Laurelwood did the best, but I never really had anyone that kind of took me under their wing, and and just brought me into brought me into the fold, so to speak. Um, and so I would encourage senior pastors to to really build relationships. With your worship leaders, and bring them in, and 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 bring them up, raise them up, encourage them, equip them, train them, teach them, disciple them, do what they yeah. need so yeah. that they can actually do what they're supposed to do, and, and and help them see that the that the chasing of the other churches is not how we want to do worship mm-hmm. ministry in our church. Be gracious with your worship leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Be gracious with them because they're they've got a lot to learn, and they're passionate, and you'll know, find a way to reroute that passion and And turn it and focus it on the right things, and don't just get frustrated that they're always kind of passionate and seem to be you know bucking heads with with you and um but um but then for worship leaders um you know you talked about broken there's probably as worship leaders worship pastors plenty of Sundays where your senior pastor is broken, mm. where your senior pastor is hurting, where you know like I'm just going to be candid here. This this last Sunday, I have I had to get up and preach after we lost families from our church. We had a cluster of families leave wow. overnight, and it's like, wow. and I still and wow. I have to get up and be hopeful, yeah, and kind of and and rally and and, and but at the same time, you know, these are people I invested in, and I yeah. I was that were part of my family, and it was just the other the pastor I rode back over here with. He he was telling me that like, you know you you thought of them as family, and they thought of you. At best, as a professor, at worst, as less than human, and so mm. for them to make the choice to leave, you know that that's what they're leaving, but to you, it's you know it's a it's a it's family. Relationship. it's divorce you know, and this is yeah. how i've 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 categorized it and and you know so we might come in as worship leaders and not even think about you know what your what your pastors had to go through this week. We're just thinking about how poor me I don't get to do the song I really want to do because the senior pastor said no. Yeah. Well, you know, serve your senior pastor. And I would say senior pastors, serve your worship leaders. And like you were saying, you know, just serving one another. Serve one another in love. And That's if we, if we can just kind of leave on that note, and I know you were saying that and I'll agree with it, you know, serve one another. That's what Jesus said. Yeah. Love one another like I have loved you, right? Yeah. And uh, if we if we do that in worship ministry and in all of ministry,
1: I don't see how that's going to go wrong, man. Well, hey, brother, two hundred episodes, man. We two hundred episodes. We have shared a lot. We've shared a lot of life together.
2: Ten and a half years. We need to get out the guitar and I will remember, remember you.
1: Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. You know, is is crazy though because um, yeah, I just thinking. I wonder how many. If you were to count every word from every episode, <laughs> how many words have we shared? Right. <laughs> I mean, millions. Mm. I don't know. Is that too much? I
2: don't know. Probably not.
1: And hundreds of thousands.
2: Yeah, there's. I've never done it like on because even you know words that I've written on the blog. I mean, this you know hundreds of thousands and yeah
1: yeah, yeah. no yeah. a lot of boy a lot of uh, a lot of life that you and I have shared and a lot of things that we've tried to. Uh, get out there in the podcast world to hopefully encourage other people, and it's been a good ten years, my friend.
2: Mm-hmm. It has, and yeah, hope maybe hopefully this podcast will still be going ten years from now, and yeah. you and I can sit down with Joe or whoever's running it at that time, and we can say let's
1: let's talk about the last twenty years yeah, or where we were ten years and man. all all the things that God has done. So it's been good. Well, I thank you, David, for uh, keeping this going. I've said it before; I'll say it again. Without you behind the helm, uh, because I, honestly, I just show up, you know, I just show up and uh, sit down and talk, but you've been tremendous in keeping this going for 10 years. Thank you for all your hard work.
2: Well, thank you. I appreciate that, and thank you, (laughs) because, I mean, one guy talking is not nearly as interesting. Yeah, gets a little boring guys. after and a
1: while, I suppose.
2: You've been a much better example for our, our listeners than I have, and so <laughs> that's that's a great point. And then
1: Well we compliment each yeah. other. How about that?
2: Yeah and I I we've I you know we kinda of have different voices and different personalities. And I've go. made it fun to listen to and yep. yep, um but you know thank you and and personally thank you for being there for me. Thank you. I yeah. mean there's a lot of a lot of heartache for us as a family and personally over those 10 years and you were always there. You're always, always somebody that would reach out even if it had been a while since we had talked and still want to connect. And that means, you know, that means more to me than all the podcasting and,
1: well, I'm, hope, I'm hoping that we can still uh, connect, uh, even oh, yeah. post all this, you know, hopefully I'll see you at the next pastor's round table yep. or whatever.
2: Than you, we thank you to our listeners. Yes, thank you. If to people everyone, weren't listening, we would have stopped this long ago. Thank but. you
1: to everyone who listens. And we know, uh, we, we don't know exactly everyone's story, but we do know that people are listening and thank you for allowing us into your earbuds and your homes and mm-hmm. whatever else device that you're on.
2: Yeah. So, that's it. That's it. Episode 200 is in the can. It
1: is done. But Worship Ministry Cattle's podcast will live on with uh, Joe and Gabriel. They're going to take over hosting duties, so don't go anywhere. It's going to be new. It's going to be fresh. Hopefully a different take. But our season, 200 episodes, 10 years, our season is coming to an end. Mm -hmm.
2: So, for now... We'll say goodbye.
1: Yes. And uh,
2: you can find Worship Ministry Catalyst online. Same place it always has been WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com, Facebook.com slash WorshipMinistryCatalyst, Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. You can send an email. I'll I'll still get, I'll probably, what I'll, <laughs> what I'll end up doing is I'll forward Kevin's email to my email. So they'll still come through if somebody really wants to. Oh, man. Somebody get goes ready, back get and get ready and for listen. all the spam. Well, Google will filter all okay, that. Oh, Google will take care of the spam.
1: Yeah, so, um,
2: uh, but you can send an email to david at worship dot com or uh,
1: or mine Kevin at worship dot com, although it sounds like uh, no. maybe David will set it up to four. yeah, and for the record, I'm fine having the email. It's just literally, I mean, I probably get a hundred spam a day from uh, that ke- uh, Kevin at worship dot com.
2: Do you have a gmail account? Of um I do cause we could forward it to that. yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just forward it to yours, yeah, right.
2: <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so send an email and then yeah, make sure to come back for episode two hundred one. Uh, really love Joe. Really excited to see where the podcast goes. I've never met Gabe Gabriel. Gabe, I don't know what he goes by, but Gabriel. And uh, but I know uh, that if Joe that if Joe trusts him and, and believes in him, that that's going to be good. We trust him too. And uh, he's a, a worship leader and and taught at. Taught worship arts at Christ for the Nations Institute, so that's really cool. So that's a good. That's I've never taught anything at worship, so so he's got he, a better resume he, yeah, than he's I do. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> hey, and one quick but, final uh, anecdotal little thing: I uh, after every episode, two hundred episodes, I always end the very last thing you ever hear on any episode is me saying "bye," and I've, I've I think I've consistently done that. I think so. For two hundred episodes, I've I've said "bye." at the end of every episode. So just pull any random episode and scroll to the very end and you'll hear me say bye. So uh, I got to say it one final time.
2: Yeah, so thank you so much for listening for 200 episodes in the last 10 years to the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Except we won't see you next time because <laughs> we're not going to be here. So so you'll hear you'll see. We got to do that again. So you'll hear Joe next time. You come back next time. And, and listen to the podcast. And we'll be listening with you to Joe and Gabriel on the podcast. So until they see you next time. Bye.
0: Twitter.com slash <laughs> WMCatalyst. Facebook.com slash WorshipMinistryCatalyst.